Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. Today, we are wrapping up the book of Nehemiah. But before we do that, I've got a quick announcement. You might be wondering, hey, we've been reading historical narrative this year from Genesis to Jesus. Where is, where is Jesus? Are we getting there? Yes. Starting next week, we will be working through an Advent reading plan, and it is a great time to invite new friends to read along with you, maybe a neighbor, a coworker, a classmate, a family member, uh, because we all want to prepare our hearts for Christmas. And I think this year, if you've been following along all year long, it's going to feel extra special as we've been reading about just the anticipation of Christ's first coming. And it's super exciting. Uh, that said, this also means that 2024 is drawing near. And in 2024, our reading plan is called Thinking and Feeling God's Way. We'll be covering the wisdom books starting the year in Proverbs, as well as the books of poetry ending the year in Psalms. It's going to be an awesome time. And the Join the Journey team, both staff and volunteers, have been working very hard to make sure you guys are well-equipped to study those books, which means we've got new guided journals coming out. Hopefully, at the time of this episode's released, they are live on Amazon, or if you're local to Dallas, we will be selling them in the town center every Sunday in December and January. You can pick one up there. But I'm super excited for the journals this year because they are filled with even more additional resources, commentary, things to really help us dive into the scriptures together. But all that said, that's 2024. Today we are in Nehemiah 13, and I am here with our Devo writer, Mr. Ben Solomon. Thanks for having me, Emma. That's the first I've heard about the 24 uh, devotion. I'm you know, really, really excited about that. It's exciting. It's different. I don't know that we've done books like Proverbs or Psalms, Ecclesiastes in a while. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pumped to work through them slowly. We're sticking with the chapter a day-ish. Every once in a while, there'll be two, but I think it's going to be a sweet, a sweet time. Lots of wisdom and encouragement there. Hopefully we can um, pull some wisdom and encouragement from Nehemiah 13 yes. today. Ben, tell us a little bit about you. How'd you come to know the Lord and what's going on in your world today? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Emma. I uh, grew up in uh, Tomball in North Houston. Um, if the doors of First Baptist Church Tomball were open, I was there. Came to faith at the age of nine. Went from there to A&M where Big I- Bigum. Yeah, let's go. Uh, felt like I really started to kind of make my faith my own, um, especially the so summer after my sophomore year of college. Spent um, the summer with Campus Crusade for Christ doing urban ministry in Los Angeles. Um, Isaiah 58 wrecked me, changed the direction of my life. Went back to A&M, um, got partnered with Central Baptist doing some prison ministry nice. there. And as I was loving on some boys there um, in prison in Bryan, um, felt call to education. And mm -hmm. so I spent the last 20 plus years involved in education uh, ministry as well as um, professionally. And now at Watermark with our external focus, our missions kind of department, you lead this school impact area? Yeah, absolutely. So our, our school partnership ministry is called School Impact, where we're loving on a local school here, but also just um, stirring the church, hopefully stirring their affection for our local schools. Um, and so that's under the city team, which is doing amazing work all across the city of Dallas. I love it. Well, we will put some information in the episode description in regard to school yeah. impact. Is that right? That's exactly it. Yep. But that said, I think, I know you came with really three takeaways as we conclude our study on the book of Nehemiah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so let's dive in. Um, and again, I'm going to go teacher mode a little bit. Uh, we're at the end, but I'd like to take a moment just kind of recap the book. Um, I love Nehemiah. Um, so much wisdom that we can pull from this book, starting all the way back in chapter one. And so as we kind of look back over what we've done for the last 13 days in our uh, enjoying the journey, in chapter one, what we saw was Nehemiah just being aware of the brokenness that mm. was around him. Um, in Nehemiah 1, 3, he sees the walls are broken down. So fun. Fun fact, um, Emma, how long had the walls of Israel been broken down? Do you know this? I don't know. I won't belabor it. The answer is 120 years. Okay. Okay, How many people had walked by those walls, seen them broken, and not done anything about it? A lot. Uh, A lot of people, right? And so here's Nehemiah saying, not me. Like, Mm. I'm the one that's going to see that and do something about it. And so I think it's a great metaphor for the world around us, right? That there's we don't have to look hard to see brokenness in our world, whether that be physical brokenness, mm-hmm. um, metaphorical brokenness, watch the news, right? Sure. And so much of that is spiritual brokenness mm-hmm. also. Um, and so in the context of schools where I get to, to work and serve, you know, that can be everything from schools that are physically run down and depleted sure. and under-resourced, oh, yeah. but even more so broken relationships with that school, with the community around mm-hmm. that school, and too often even with the churches that are in that area. Um, and so point one, there's brokenness all around us. I don't think that's a that's a controversial no. point. I was actually, I was listening to Andrew Peterson this morning. Do you feel the world is broken? We do. We do, right? Mm-hmm. Like we know that. Um, and Nehemiah 1 reminds us of, of that, of just being aware. And I think that the challenge and application to me is like, am I desensitized to that? Or do I take the time to see broken places, broken relationships, broken mm-hmm. people? Which then transitions us to point two. Um, and this is the one we'll spend a little bit more time on, is that as God's people, we are called to see brokenness mm-hmm. like Nehemiah did and then do something about it. We are we are called and we are equipped to address brokenness. Called and equipped. Another fun fact. How long did it take Nehemiah to lead the rebuilding of the walls? Oh, I don't I don't you've got me on this. I do. Fun I, I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy. I was a math teacher, right? So I love okay, the numbers. Yes, 52 yes. days. 120 years that have been sitting broken. Wow. 52 days um took him That's and a crazy. team to 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 fix this, right? To fix the brokenness that had been there in in Israel for so long. Um Can and, I ask you a question on yeah, that? Yeah, go. When for you it. study the scriptures, do you because you're a numbers guy, do you take extra note? Of of those details, absolutely. I love I love it's I so love good. seeing them. And, and again, I, there. If if we hadn't paid attention to 120 years, mm-hmm. we wouldn't. You know, that makes me think about how many people walk past that, and how many times I walk past that. Mm. You know, and so definitely num- numbers are they're there are, for a reason. Are highlighted for me, um, just to kind of look at the timeline of all oh. of this, right? And so what that reminds me of is that anytime we see darkness or decay around us. What fixes dark and darkness and decay? Mm. Salt and light, right? That's what we are. That's our job description as Christians. Absolutely. Second um, Corinthians five has always been uh, an encouragement to me that we are called to be ministers of reconciliation, which just means reconciling, fixing brokenness. Um, I mentioned uh, my my summer with Campus Crusade, mm-hmm. uh, and we spent the whole summer. The, Isaiah fifty eight just changed the direction of my life, um, talking about God's heart for the poor and the the hungry and the uh, marginalized folks. Isaiah mm-hmm. 58, 12 
check this out. So again, I've, I've referenced this, this chapter so many times because it changed the direction of my life. Isaiah 58, 12, some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Mm. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Wow. How cool is that? That's like crazy. going full circle, Nehemiah over to um, Isaiah 58. That's probably the most formative chapter mm. of the Bible for me. Um, and so again, transitioning that to schools a little bit, like God cares about schools. Where do I see that in the Bible? God cares about the poor. God cares about children. Thousand plus references to both of those. And if we want to find poor children in our community, you're going to find them in our local mm-hmm. public schools. Um, and so that's our opportunity as a ministry and as a church to go in and look for those broken down. We got to re, uh, rebuild a teacher's lounge at our wow. partner school over the summer. Um, we had teachers crying saying, I've been here 25 years and nobody's ever touched this. Um, and so we got to literally rebuild walls as we were metaphorically um, reconciling that broken relationship with that school. So to recap, we've got brokenness all around us. Yeah. As God's people, we're called to address the brokenness around us. And then what's what's your third takeaway? Yeah, so that's, that's Nehemiah 1 through 12. But today we're talking about Nehemiah 13, which, um, again, is a challenge because now numbers— 12 years mm-hmm. fast forward, right? So there's a there's a delta in the in the timeline here and he comes back and some stuff's gone wrong. And so Nehemiah comes in and starts addressing some of the things that have gone sideways in the mm-hmm. last 12 years. And it's just a reminder to me to fulfill the ministry. That ministry is not a one-time short-term mission trip. Ministry is the way that we live as Christians. I love the encouragement from the stage here. Either you're a a missionary or you're a mission field. And so it's just an encouragement to, um, you know, fulfill the ministry that God has called us to. Um, I know that we are His workmanship created for good works that have been prepared beforehand. And so it's just our job to figure out what are those good works and what does it look like for me to just faithfully follow the the path and the steps that God has laid out for me. Yeah. What does He have for us? Yeah. What were, as you looked at this passage, what jumps out at you? Yeah, I, I love Nehemiah 13, 14. Um, Remember me, O God, concerning this, and do not wipe out my good deeds that I've done for the house of my God and for his service. Mm. And it's just an encouragement and a reminder to me um, to be in the business of doing good deeds for the house of God and in service of God. I love it. I, I especially love Nehemiah 13 uh, because it, I think it kind of culminates in, in summarizing the Israelites' need for Jesus and really all people's need for Jesus. For me, that, that standout verse is verse 18, which says, Did not your fathers act in this way? And did not our God bring all this disaster on us and on this city? Now, Nehemiah says, you are bringing more wrath on Israel by profaning the Sabbath. And this whole year, we've watched Israel fail time and time and time again. And it culminates in this consequence. They're exiled. And, and as you've pointed out, that, consequences, that consequence has many years of, of disaster and, and trouble. And yet again, we would think that after all that time, Israel would have learned. But here they are breaking God's law again. And it's a, a humbling reminder that that same sin, it, it lives in you and I. We, we are much more like the Israelites than we like to admit. But the good news is that Jesus came. And that's what these people had been waiting for. And so I'm excited for us to head into the Advent season as the long-awaited king arrives. Exciting. So, Ben, thank you for being here and, and wrapping up the book of Nehemiah. Yeah, thanks, Emma. Absolutely. As always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. 
Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.